This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Well, people, did you think that I was just going to do a midterm prediction episode and I won't go return with a follow-up episode? And if you are a listener and you have listened to this podcast and you listen to that episode, you must admit that I must know my shit about politics to a certain extent. I told you the polls weren't going to mean shit. I told you that the Republicans who they thought was going to, they was going to get a big red wave of some kind because of inflation and the economy. They didn't take into account that more people gave a fuck about abortion rights than the fucking economy. And I told you that they're going to start blaming Trump for their losses, and here we are. So, welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcasting career. I'm your host, Kevin Oliver, champ. Y'all know what it is. Three, find me with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Three wonderful sponsors, lsworld.com, excitebunny.com, and eroticismmagazine.com. Also, find also proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go to shopgwdistrict.com and buy black from over 500 black-owned retailer shops and boutiques. Also, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, not Saturday and Sunday, you can find me on FullySwapRadio.com. Also, at SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com as well as the BGP LLC app. So as I'm doing this episode, I'm also editing because um, I have a new new um, premium smoke podcast um, doomed to departure of a host. Miss um, Big Queen is back with her own podcast. Her first episode will be dropping uh, actually this Saturday as you're listening to this podcast. And um, it is called The Chronicles of a Spit Queen. And I know that you subscribers, as well as listeners, love hearing her talk about her sex-filled, wild pumps and and, and and her story. So guess what? You get to hear that. Plus, also, we get to podcast a little bit about some hot takes. And we just have a general conversation about life, sex, relationships, and everything else. You might consider it a little toxic. We just consider it just being spit queen. So y'all check that out. Four ninety nine a month. Premium smoke room. Seven premium podcasts for you to enjoy. So well, we just had ourselves a an interesting midterm, don't you think? And as I sit back and I look at CNN and Fox and 
in the aftermath of this this uh, whirlwind known as politics. What is so interesting is that just a year ago, everyone was questioning would Trump run again, which we knew he was. But people didn't want to run. People was backing out. You didn't hear Pence say he wanted to run. You didn't hear anyone say they wanted to run. All of a sudden, based off of the the results of this wonderful, wonderful uh, election, DeSantos, who is no better of a candidate than Trump on the Republican side, is going to be running. And guess what? The Republican Party is now starting to back DeSantos. Now you're hearing Fox News saying, yeah, we're going to we're going to make DeSantos our uh, nominee. Why? Well, because the people that Trump backed lost. I told you people. <laughs> America don't want far left. They don't want far right. They want dead in the middle, people. Yeah, Biden did his victory lap. Because everybody, every poll, every motherfucking dude's outlet thought that because of motherfuckers worrying about what's in their pocket that it was going to be a referendum on Biden, on the inflation, on the economy. They, they were looking at history as, you know, normally the midterm for a president is bad because his party usually loses, right? In a big way. Not this go around. <laughs> Because you can't really go off the polls for so much anymore. Because I keep saying this, it's based off of a certain amount of people that go answer those questions. And if you notice each of these newscasts, their polls, I'm not saying that the polls are inaccurate. It's just you got to look at the people that answer the questions. Get what the polls didn't take into account. How many women who were sitting there thinking about gay rights? Let me tell you what won the election. Abortion rights. Abortion rights won because even in the reddest of red states, even though the, you know Kentucky Wildcats is blue, they kept the abortion rights. They kept the abortion rights in the Constitution. See, I told you. If you look at it, they looked at some of these candidates. Now, granted, the Republicans can sit there and say, well, they still have control of the House, but not as strongly. And I told, and here's the funny part. They're still talking about, yeah, we're going to do some investigating into what Biden did. These people. Did you not notice that when you mentioned that if we get control of the house or we get this, we're going to do investigation, y'all damn near lost control of the house. Y'all don't even read the room. So go ahead and do an investigation to Biden and watch the next election cycle. Not only that y'all going to lose the White House, you also is going to lose the House and the Senate. 
I'm predicting that. But if y'all actually go through with that dumbass notion of doing an investigation into Biden or how he handled the pandemic and whatever bullshit that y'all want to do. Because it, because you want to know why? Because American people want y'all to actually get the country together versus you trying to do a witch hunt on somebody that actually don't need the witch hunt. But yet y'all beholden to Trump, which I get to in a second. The red wave, it was red trickle. And then the sad part is, I'm kind of feel sad for Georgia because Herschel Walker actually is going to go to a runoff. But see, they actually thought that Herschel Walker was going to win. Now, here's the sad part. He's going to lose the, the runoff. <laughs> He's going to lose the runoff. It, it, it's, it's, it, no doubtedly, in my mind, he's going to lose the runoff. Because they didn't want to go to a runoff. Because now you're giving the people more time to think. And they're going to look at Herschel and be like, nah. Because then they're 49. Because think about this. He won 49%. A lot of, majority of the Trump-backed candidates lost. And guess what? Now Mitch McConnell, Nancy Graham, Rupert Murdoch, all the people that were so, so Trump are now putting their bets on DeSantos. Because I told you, if they didn't win big, they were going to blame Trump. Now the Republican Party is ready to get away from Trump because they're seeing that that radical shit is going to get them out of power in Washington. Because people are tired of that. The January 6th, they, trust me on this, Trump ain't, if Trump runs, that's what they're trying to tell him. You're not going to make out the primary. Now, granted, people said that before, but unless DeSantos really, DeSantos has said some of the most dumbest shit in the world, and he's about to become the nominee. Think about that. He, 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 <laughs> his most recent statement, what he said, the teachers are teaching people that the Indian, that, that, that America was stolen from the Indians and that's actual fact, Mr. DeSantos. Actually, your ancestors, because you're Spaniard, stole land from the Aztecs and the Mayans, and do I need to go down the line? Because he got that last name, his Spanish love his ass, apparently in, in Florida. He actually won his government race big. And Trump already knows this man is my threat. The question is how many other candidates is going to pop up? <laughs> because if you think that DeSantis got a chance of beating Joe Biden, think again. No. But but he does he have a chance of beating Trump? Very good. Because Trump, they're actually trying to get Trump not to run again. Because they're like, it's, it's futile. All you did was a reprimandum against you. And the Republican Party Understand this, there's many of the Republican nominees that won were not Trumps. They got away from Trump. They stepped away from Trump. They tried to get away from him. That was the whole point. 
So now the Republicans are scrambling because they know that these next these next two years is going to be important because the Santos, because of this, is now he's even more emboldened. So he definitely wants to. He definitely want to. Um, what's where I'm looking for? He definitely want to run. Now I also saw that people said that they don't want to see Biden run again. Um, I hate to say this. Uh, do you have a nominee that can take his place? Other than Kamala Harris, who, well, it's just, unfortunately, it's not her fault, but we haven't heard much from. That's the other question you ask. Plus, on top of that, y'all gonna be happy with Biden in about two years anyway, because a lot of the shit that been implemented is probably gonna start hitting in two years. That's the funny part about that. But it was just so interesting because I I told y'all this was gonna happen. I told you that Trump and that now we have infighting within the in the um in the Republican Party. I'm sorry that I'm editing at the same time. I'm sorry this computer was so fucking slow. Um because now it's the Trumpers versus the Santos. Who is going to lead the Republican? Actually, they actually declared that the Santos is the leader of the Republican Party now. So I know they pissed Trump off. Trump already sending shots across the bow to the Santos. He already said shit. He was like, yeah, the shit that I'm about to say, you know, there ain't nobody going to want to fuck with the Santos. Yeah. I'm going to make y'all hate the Santos. <laughs> I want y'all to think about that for a second, right? This is going to be an ugly-ass Republican primary, presidential primary. It's going to get ugly. Trust me. It's... Y'all thought that the buffoonery that us black folk do? Watch two white men who are cut from the same cloth and thought process talk trash about each other. Because the Santos got a lot of fuel in the fire to go after this dude. He has a lot to, from January 6th to, to the fact that the primary was lost. We lost the house under his watch and and everything. trust me, this is about to be interesting. That's why Joe Biden said, I'm not worried, because they're going to make themselves look worse in order to beat the other, which in turn going to make you say, you know something, we might as well just keep Biden. I keep trying to tell you, it's very rare. You have to be a terrible president. And the, and the American public had to be t- very tired of you. I don't think y'all that tired of Joe Biden. I'm just sorry. It, Y'all might be looking at his age, but I don't think y'all tired of Joe Biden. Y'all wanted the Santos president's president uh, presidency. He's gonna be a one-term president too. Cause after a while, y'all gonna get tired of his dumb ass because because he's gonna be saying dumb shit and passing dumb shit. <laughs> and 
and please your Hispanic people, do not just vote for him because he's Hispanic. You know. But no, but like I said, it's 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 like I tell people, you should have saw this coming. At some point, the public party gonna get tired. Trump was a flavor of the month. Trump, yes, he had that base, but what they saw is he we can't expand, we got to expand outside of his base. Because his base is not gonna win us no elections. Plus, top on plus, let's make this clear. He put the last two justices into the Supreme Court, which overturned Roe versus Wade. So now you got that bad taste in your mouth if you put your lot with Trump. There you go. There why Mitch Collins sending little shots ahead of this. Trump was hoping that DeSantos lost so it would discourage him from running. But the fact that he won big and he know he got floored. But see, what's going to be funny is they might go after Biden here and there, but it's going to be shots between them two. Because he can't even focus on Biden because he got to, he gots to beat DeSantos. See, that's why I be trying to explain to people when it comes to politics. You can't predict outcomes sometimes. You can't. You can't predict what side is going to vote for what. You can think it. You can you can wonder about it, but at the end of the day, at, 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 you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, these polls, all this stuff, people, it don't mean shit. Because people feelings change. And once again, I'm pretty sure the Republicans also realize, okay, people give a fuck about that, <laughs> that abortion rights. So you're going to see them start to pivot just a little bit on that. Well, now, it's not that we want to completely abolish abortion. Uh, we just want certain restrictions to make it more palatable so they can get them votes. See, Told y'all, I told y'all what was gonna happen in these elections. I told you, I said everyone thought that those those wonderful Republicans was going to mop the the, the, the Democrats up, and they didn't. And they still, at this point in time of me recording, they still say some of these races are too close to call. 
And it's not supposed to be that way. In past years, the Republicans completely demolished the Democrats. Now, guess what? It's a possibility that Democrats might have the whole Washington and then some, depending upon what happens these next two years. You feel what I'm saying? So, I had to move away because, you know, I know y'all was hearing things in the background. I don't know what the hell going on with my damn neighbors. It's just throwing me off. Mess up my thoughts. <laughs> but no, the point being is what I'm saying is, is that these politicians, a lot of times, they don't read the room. They don't understand what America came about. I mean, when you look at the exit polls, and I know I say, you know, polls don't mean shit, but even, but even to the point that you saw that inflation and, and, and money was just as big as abortion rights. And guess who almost lost the House, the Republicans? Guess who basically will not have control of the Senate as much as they were trying to get that? The Republicans. What side are they mostly on? Anti-abortion. We're in a different age. The, the, The thought processes of that party, of some of these conservative outlets, these Christian outlets, what have you, is outdated, people. And it just don't make sense. You know, it, it, it's, it, I'm sorry, in the Bible, there was no such thing as abortion. <laughs> Actually, they did do abortion. <laughs> and I don't remember in the Bible saying, thou shalt not abort a baby. It's the interpretation of what you see in the book, of in, in that book. Laws being based off of interpretation of the Bible a lot of times. And it's it doesn't jive with not just this generation, but it just doesn't jive with humanity. That's the reason why the Republicans didn't win as much. Some of these radical motherfuckers did, actually got fucking whooped. Blown off the bat. And the ones that did win, uh, they barely won. And everyone was saying it's Trump's fault. Trump should have never said this. And Trump should have never put his name out there or back some of these people or 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 ready to to announce. Yeah, because let me tell you why he wanted to announce on the 15th. Because he figured that majority of the people that he backed would have won their election. And guess what? Oh, <laughs> see, I'm the man. But he didn't. Because people can sit here and say January 6th. We, we can say a million reasons why Trump hurt the Republicans. The reason why, because look at the fact that in the last presidential election, despite the fact that Trump did have the highest votes of any Republican president or incumbent ever had, he still lost by a wide margin to Biden. If that was an indication that, dude, there's no way in God's green earth that you could come back and win, I don't know what to tell you because you're the first incumbent president to lose. It's the equivalent of Austin Theory being 
of cashing in the money in the bank. He would always be anonymous for not being able to cash it in and winning the title. And he cashed it in on the United States title, which was even worse. <laughs> I know people trying to make it look good that, you know, hey, you know, at least they can put him in fuses. But still, the distinction that you cashing in, you didn't even cash in on the world title. You actually cashed in on the United States title and still lost. So this dude was an incumbent president. We ragged Jimmy Carter for being a one-term president, people. Give me a fucking break. But because he was putting out there that he was coming, because he backed Herschel Walker, because he backed so many of these 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 uh, candidates, <laughs> people was like, you know, some even Republican people were like, I'm voting Democrat this go around. I, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this, man. No, not again. <laughs> we had enough. Is it gonna be another January 36th? You got the, the girl in in. In Arizona, she up there trying to do a Trump. See, backing that dumb white fucker will get your ass unelected and out of a job with a quickness. The era of Trump is over. I told y'all this. I was like, once he lost that election, it was over because here's the difference. The one thing I can say for DeSantos is this much. At least he was a governor and been in government. He's a complete idiot. Yes, he's dumb as fuck. And <laughs> and some of his thought processes is just amazing. But he actually uses the Trump playbook by saying absurd bullshit. There's no way in fucking hell that his ass could actually believe in a million years. But he says it in order to, one, win over the Trump people, but at the same token, he knows he's going to be backed by the Republicans, no matter what, because he's the best option for them to get the presidency back versus Trump. And people... They've been saying for the longest. Politicians have been saying this for the longest quietly. They want to get Trump out of the Republican Party. They want to get the Republican Party out of Hollywood. <laughs> mm -hmm. They want to get Trump... They want to get Trump out of leadership. They tolerated this motherfucker because he had the base. They saw the turnout. See, they saw the shiny object, which was him having them many votes. They saw the shiny object of how people turned out for him. They also saw the shiny object of January 6th. It wasn't that Trump lit the fuse when he said what he said he did. But he lit the fuse when he was elected. That was just the root that was just the chickens come home to roost. January 6th. See, people don't realize with social media and and, and everything that's going on, words matter. Words in bold in, especially in this day and age. 
Because you want to know why? Because every time during the news, during news cycles, during TikToks and all this, think about how many people talked about when this motherfucker went denounce the KKK or, or denounced that he, he, he personally knows Duke, David Duke and this, this, and this. It emboldened those people because he, the biggest, the, 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 the biggest person said, yeah, in many ways, they're all right. <laughs> and you see this over and over again, over again, over again. You see it on Fox News. They built it in your head. All of this, just the, this age, it breeds negativity. It breeds anger. It breeds frustration. And that what this election showed people. That we are tired of the bullshit. We're tired of you Democrats too. Motherfuckers picked in many cases, and in some cases, probably a lot of cases, the candidate which they felt was better for them. This is the person that I choose because I feel they represent me best. Not just because they was, you know, Democratic. Because you gotta think, even to the point. You don't think that some Republicans voted for the Democrats that won? You don't think that there were some Republicans that voted for Warwick? <laughs> That's how he got 49%. That's why I said, man, that Georgia shit, look, it's a bullshit. Nigga, it's 49. It wasn't 49, 49. It was 49, 48. Fuck out of here. But I'm pretty sure. The good reverend is going to be Herschel Walker in the next runoff. So, but like I said, I mean, um, I told y'all what was going to happen this cycle. I told you. I told you. But it is what it is. My computer is acting stupid. So, I gave you some jewels to think, oh, yeah, it was some, one other thing I wanted to touch on today. Um, from listening to a podcast I love listening to, many of the podcasts, I always said it, when it comes to the women or what have you, because I heard, you know, everyone be talking about the Drake. Drake dissing Meg the Stallion and, and all that. So I, I, I gave my thoughts before, but, you know, this is like well after the fact from listening to so many people. It didn't change my views or what have you. Um, actually, I never really gave like, yeah, I said, well, he's right or was he wrong or was he out of line or, well, as it, <laughs> to me, as a rapper, it's no different than what the men do to each other and what the women be doing. Um, now the Serena Williams one. <laughs> okay, people, what do you expect from a motherfucker that has a song that says "In My Feelings"? He's always been toxic. He moves toxic. So how far fetched is it? And oh, by the way, he beefs with Kanye. Sometimes the person you beef with, you beef with him because he kind of reminds you of you. So, so to me, he's kind of a light-skinned Kanye. 
But nonetheless, there were so many com the, the, the conversation I want to get to is not even about Megastanian. It's about understandings. I always say that the foolishness of the few drowns out the truth of the many. Now, what that means, people, is that we're in the age where the minority has the biggest voice, not the majority. When it comes to men, how men show up for women, how men talk to women, treat women, that is a small minority. When you hear them say stupid shit online, that's a small minority. They're not speaking for the rest of manhood. A true man wants a strong woman. A true man wants a woman who can stand beside him and with him. A true man don't give a fuck that his woman makes more money than him. Now, if she decides to throw it in his face, that's a totally different story, but we're just talking about men here. We're not talking about women. There are men who have no issue that you have a high body count with sex. Hey, he, he got one too. There are men who are honest with their woman and and, and from straight up to where, yo, I will, I, I prefer to be in an open marriage. I prefer to be in an open relationship. There are men that don't cheat at all. But see, the problem is, is that that few, it's that few spoil the whole fucking apple. Because sometimes when I sit here and listen to these podcasts, I'll be like, well, damn, do y'all even run into good men? I mean, Bridget Kelly out here, she got a good man. He, he, he just got engaged with her. I just hope that he don't never do nothing stupid because then we got to hear how fucked up he is. <laughs> Think about Tia Moore. It's like now everyone's questioning why is she divorcing this dude after so many years. And and and, and she liked the thing about him not having money and, and the whole nine and this. Well, Let's be honest. You married that motherfucker and you dealt with him through all these babies. Now, if you want to move on because the relationship has grown old, the marriage has grown old, y'all feel that it's nothing else, yeah. But, you know, even if, but to, but if you throw into his face that he was broke during your marriage, well, then that means you had thrown into his face when y'all was married and he was still broke. But like I said, back to the men. These men, this man is feared from Kevin, from from Tommy Mayorda to Kevin. Um, God damn, it. Uh, <laughs> damn, he died this year. I forgot his damn name. <laughs> um, to him, these are small majority of men who think that way, talk that way. And and to be honest with Kevin Samuels, and, and to be honest with you, I don't think Kevin Samuels really, it, it was more about, yo, this is what's making me money, so I'm going to say this. No, it's not, you can't date a fucking nurse. <laughs> it's not about the type of woman, it's about the woman herself. That's the kicker. I can meet two women, it's like this, I done dated I done dated a, I'm married to a woman that, that did adult film, dealt in the sex world. I, 
Previous to her, I dated a woman that wasn't. Look who I ended up with, who I married to. Her. Why? Because she fit me. She accepted me for who I am. And 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 she and she know I have her back and and she has my back. That is what it's about. But see, y'all young motherfuckers, y'all more stuck on that money shit. Oh, well, you know, my man gotta make this much. Oh, this bitch, she gotta do this, she did. It, it, let me tell you where y'all getting y'all information from. You're not getting it from motherfuckers like DJ Envy, who, they done been through the cheating stages. They done been together for 10 to 15 years. Y'all don't listen to them. Y'all listen to motherfuckers that only been in a relationship for three fucking years or three months. It's funny how we always talk about Christian and Blueface's relationship, right? But you don't never hear, but then they clown Sierra and your boy's relationship. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It, 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 you had Champagne Poppy talk shit about Serena's husband. But here's the difference. Serena's husband makes her happy. She's not worried about his money. He ain't worried about her money. They just worried about making each other happy. They accept each other changes. I'm pretty sure after the conversation that she was going to retire, and then now they have the conversation that she might come back. You know what he's saying? Baby, I'm there for you. Let's go. <laughs> Tom Brady's wife, she's like, wait a second, motherfucker. You ain't going to retire it's some bullshit. I done shut this off. I done did this. I done did this. They didn't fit. Now, if she fit, it would have been, okay, baby, do what you need to do. I love you. I support you. You get where I'm coming from? But see, what it is is females decide with gazelle and say, that's some bullshit. He made a promise this, this, and this. But then if that female, if she broke the promise, then well, y'all would expect him to eat that. Y'all would expect him to eat that. But what it's about is adjusting to the changes that you and your mate goes through in your relationship. That's what it's about. That's the key to this. And I think a lot of y'all don't get that. Y'all miss that because, once again, we look at the shiny object. A lot of men want to support their woman. But in return, we want to be supported also. Because I ask you this. Okay, like, I listen to Mandy B. She talk about, you know, she she flexes a lot. She's a sweetheart. But here's the question that I would ask her if I was in front of her face. Okay. Let's say you have that month when money is fucked up. Even though your boy made less money than you, don't you think it feel good that that nigga got the motherfucking bills handled? On that month that you, 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 you money ain't flowing right. That person you can come home to and talk to, about your business, your hard day. He give you a, a nice little back rub. You can have him talk to you, conversate, give you some hugs. 
Because see, what a lot of people don't realize is that sex dies down within the marriage, within the relationship, after a certain amount of time because life changes. Your man could end up making less money than you because you just so happen to pop off. Did y'all not pay attention to Barney? The Barney, um, doc. Dude went from being the breadwinner to being at home. He couldn't handle being at home. Nigga, please. <laughs> Didn't you own a business? And you still own that business, which means you still making money from that business. So what? You got to be goddamn Mr. Mom. I would be Mr. Mom very well. Now, she bitch and moan and say, well, I think you need to go back and get a job and make money. I'd be like, okay. But then if you continue to keep bitching, then we got a problem. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is there's men that are willing to play their position just like they women that play their position. And majority of men, we want a strong woman. We want a woman that's going to bring the bread home. We'll cook for her. She'll cook for us. Marriage supposed to be equal any goddamn way, but see, the problem is, is that it's not that y'all want it equal. Y'all want it your way. And it's not going to be your way. It got to be our way. Because the one thing I do agree with is that when you become married, you become one. It's not an ownership. We're the same. We're equal. That's the whole point. You know why people got married? For financial fucking purposes in the first place. The king married off his princess to have peace with the other kingdom and to keep it in the family royalty, I guess. I, I, I'm not just white people work out that royalty shit. Work shit. It, you can't even say white people because black motherfucker did the same thing. They still doing it. What are you going to give me for marrying my daughter? This is in Africa. <laughs> they might be in love, but he still got to got their buy a, a coat. And in 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 two thousand dollars. Yes, I do pay attention to when my wife watches Ninety Day Fiance, even though I, I don't like that show. <laughs> but the point being is, it's finding someone that fits you, and I think that's what these people are not getting. Because fitting may not mean you may not need a nigga that make more money than me. You might need a nigga to just make money. But he listens to you. He talks to you. He makes you feel good. You feel comfortable. You feel at peace when you come home. That's what it's about. Feeling at peace. I did I did a whole episode talking about that. That way everyone say that they want. Peace of mind with their mate. That they're secure and they're taken care of and they're washed over. I keep saying it. The true sign is can you look at that person and say, you know something? I would actually wipe your ass if you could not move. I would change your diaper. <laughs> I will bathe you. <laughs> That's true fucking love, man. Like I said, I work at a rest home. His wife is in a fucking rest home. He is by her side every day. I've seen people be put in the same rest home and they're allowed in the same, the same room. That's love. Years. We don't respect experience. Once again, the few versus the many. We don't respect experience. We don't respect years of doing it. 
So to you ladies that sit here and get mad at dudes and say stupid shit from keep this in mind. When it comes to Drake, Drake first of all was taking shots at he was taking shots at Megan because him and Tory Lanez is from Canada and they gonna stick together. Two, they friends. Three, he probably don't believe that she was actually shot by Tory Lanez. Because I keep telling everybody, it's not a question of whether she was shot. The question is, who shot Meg? It's either Kelsey or it was Tory Lanez. In my opinion, from what I'm saying, it might be Kelsey. But Tory Lanez is not absolved of the bullshit that he did because if you want fucking both of them, I don't think there would be ever a reason for them to even shoot each other or fight each other or be mad at each other or mad at you. You're still the center of all this bullshit, so we leave it at that. But the point being is, my only thing with her is stop bringing black women into this. Oh, well, they, they, you know, he's attacking another black woman and this. No, he's attacking you. There's no black woman involved in this. It's just you. Period. Just like he attacked Serena. Just so happy Serena is black. And he used to date her. That's something totally different. That's, that's, he's in his feelings. I'm just saying. The man had a song called In His Feelings. What do you expect? He, he look at him. He looked like one of them light-skinned, sensitive-ass niggas. <laughs> you know, I, I'll cry. I'll cry for the pussy, nigga. <laughs> Think about this. It, 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 what the, it, have he had a long-term relationship of any kind that was at least less than a couple, six months? I'm just saying. I'm just. I, I, I'm just putting it out there to have you know to have y'all think, man. Just, just think. But yeah, once again, and guess what? Because he said this, he's now speaking for all men that we're bitter. No, it's just some men are bitter. See, some men is still stuck in that old school, macho, I can't have a woman do more than me, be better than me, be the only cheater, and she has to keep her pussy to me, even though she's bisexual. Uh, that old bravado. Bravado that was actually instilled in us because of Christian beliefs. This, and that's just facts. Not just Christian beliefs, but also, I mean, of course, in society, but when it comes to America, more so Christian beliefs. And see, the thing of it is, is that the problem is, is that once again, the imagery of what they give us is that black men are weak. We, because a lot of this is black men. You, you, they ain't talking about white men, if you notice. It's black men. That we're weak. That, 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 it ain't that we're sensitive. It's that we're angry, we're weak. We don't like our, our women. We, we, we can't handle it. She's doing better than us, nor do we want her to do better than us. Um, what's the other imagery? Uh, we cheat a lot. We fuck everything that moves. Uh, when we get money, we go get a white girl. <laughs> Look how much stuff I just named off for a black man. 
We're gangsters, we're thugs. Yeah. Look at all this that we need for a black man. But like I said, because of a small few, we end up being, we end up blanketing, blanketing the whole race. Yeah, even to the imagery of of on TV, the, the black rappers, they always cheat and fuck other chicks. But you got rappers that have whole fucking marriages. <laughs> you have you have rappers who have whole fucking marriages out of this bitch, been married with their wife for the longest. So I just wanted to say that to you ladies that, that might be listening to the podcast that follow me or what have you. Understand there are men out here who who honest, who value what you bring to the table. He may not make as much money as you, but damn it, he brings something to the table more than good dick and a smile. Because think about this, even the women who marry a rich man not necessarily are happy because ultimately what you want is someone that loves you, appreciates you, talks to you, and treats you as an equal. So with that being said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke that over. Take care. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right